0: Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily, and if you have been following along with us this month of October 2020, then you have been listening in on a lot of different spirit encounter stories. Some from Veronica and I, some from my friend Mary, some from our community members and listeners. And today I have a special guest um, who is also a friend of mine, Karina Osborne over at the Witch's Inn, uh, agreed to come and chat with me and tell some of her spirit encounter stories. So, we are going to welcome Karina and listen in. So, everyone, today I have with me Karina from the Witches Inn, and she is going to share some of her spirit encounter stories with us. Welcome, Karina.
1: Hello. Thank you. I'm so
0: excited. Me too. Thanks for coming. I love hearing stories. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> so, Tell me your story, tell me or stories. It sounds like you have a couple of uh encounters that you've had that you would like to share about,
1: yeah, so it kind of starts when I was really young. We grew up in a home that um if we experienced kind of like paranormal activity, it wasn't dismissed. It was like, well, tell me about that like let's let's explore that and um. My first story, um, I had I always had Spirit visit me in dreams. That's really where my ability started to grow and flourish. And <clears throat> when I was probably about ten years old, it was shortly after uh, my maternal grandmother had passed away. I had a dream where I could see her walking down the hallway uh, um, to my bedroom in our home and growing up my grandmother and my grandfather and my uncle we all lived in a multi-generational home so um, after she had passed away our home kind of switched Uh, we switched bedrooms like all that kind of stuff and it, this dream was interesting in the fact that like I seen her walking down the hallway, but she would like check into a, a bedroom. And if I wasn't there, it transitioned to another dream. And then it would come back. And so I had in this dream, it she would walk and she looked into the first bedroom and then she walked again and looked into the second bedroom. And finally, she um, came straight into my room and in my dream, I my door was open so I could see down the hallway. And I was laying, instead of my head up at my pillow, I was laying kind of sideways on my bed. And my bed was positioned right in front of my door. So I was laying in a way that, again, I could I could see down that hallway. And she came into my room and started patting my back and saying to me, It's okay. Like everything's going to be okay. And I'm pretty sure around this time, my parents were actually starting to get divorced. So it it was very significant to me, right? Like there was a lot of stuff that was going on. And I remember in my dream going, grandma, like, what are you doing? You're not here. You've, you've passed away. And she just kept rubbing my back and saying, it's okay. Don't worry about that. It's okay. Like everything's going to be fine. And, I don't know what happened but I I startled awake and when I startled awake I could feel that handprint you know that movement on my back and I was laying in the same position that I was in in my dream looking down the hallway like when I opened my eyes I could see right down the hallway and the lighting that was like in the living room like was very similar like it all it it, I was like, I had to pinch myself. Cause I was like, am I still dreaming <laughs> or am I awake? <laughs> um, being 10 though, I was like so scared. So I jumped <laughs> up and like slammed my door and turned my light on. <laughs> um, but the next day, um, I let my mom know and she was like, what a gift like that. Your grandmother came to see you and like, give you, Kind just that reassurance that like you're going to be fine everything's going to be fine um but if it does scare you know that like all you have to do is ask her to leave right like that she doesn't um she can show you love and affection in other ways that aren't so kind of like in your face and like if that startles you and so that was really helpful and um growing up in that household, I I learned how to also, like, clear spirits and allow them to move into the light when they were ready or um, as well as clear homes of just stale energy and stuck energy, Um, which kind of brings me to my second story, unless you have any questions about my first one.
0: (laughs) No, I just want to say how cool it is that your mom not only, like, acknowledged that you had this experience but then like empowered you to be in control of it right you know because so often you know kids get kind of dismissed of like oh wow that was just a dream oh you're just it's just your imagination and your mom yeah. was like no you had a legit thing happen and here's how you can deal with it if it makes you afraid and that's yeah what a, I mean what a gift your mom gave you
1: I, absolutely right and like I think it, when we're in that um kind of mode we tend to forget and feel grateful for that that as well right for that validation of that experience and um yeah you're absolutely correct like it really did empower me even though i was very scared still <laughs> i honestly think i slept with the light on for probably a week because i was just like, totally. i don't i don't want to do this again <laughs> yeah um, which like looking back now as like a woman, I'm like, yeah, that is really comforting. Like, I would like that now, actually, like grandma, come on over. Give me a be okay. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so no, that was great. And actually my mom ties in with the second story as well, um, in an, in an empowering way, um, too. So Three, uh, coming on, on three years, my mother has passed away. Um, and last April, so not 2020, 2019, one of her really dear friends that then became my dear friend and I went to New Orleans for a vacation. Um, I was really stepping into kind of like my magical practice and she had always wanted to see New Orleans and she's a foodie and I'm a magical practitioner. So it was like, you know, the perfect combination there. Right. Um, so the, the, the entire time, um, that we like down, the it's tangible. You can feel kind of the richness in the air of just the culture and experience and, all of just everything that's happened there throughout lifetimes right throughout throughout centuries um and so we got to our airbnb and the first night i had a wicked nightmare wicked nightmare um i was in kind of this field with um someone who's in my life but not really in my life and the dream ended up where I woke up because this person ended up shooting me in the face. So I, uh, yeah, like it was a, sorry, trigger warning if guns or anything, I apologize for that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I should have said that first. Sorry. That's okay. Um, so I, like I woke up and it was just like, it, I was in a cold sweat and I went into my, uh, friend, uh, her name's Kristen and she's allowed me to share this story and say her name. Um, I went into her room and I'm like, I just had the craziest nightmare. Like it felt so real. I'm like shaken about it. Like it, it was undeniable that like, this was either a past life experience that I had with this person, or it's like a like just something that's moving through me here collectively within this energy. Um, the next day my mother-in-law messaged me and she's like, I had a dream about your Airbnb and she described it down to a T. And I was like, that's so strange because I'm feeling weird. So maybe your guides kind of sent you this dream to call me and ground me in this kind of in this feeling. Cause I was feeling floaty, but I was also feeling like excited, right? Because it had been a while that I felt that kind of magical really pull, I guess, like that essence that is like just of being and, and feeling that at like that collective energy, not just your own energy, I guess. And um, so the, the day after that uh, we had only stayed for four or five days. Um, We decided to take a, ghost hunting tour and we didn't realize that this was actually like a ghost hunting tour um we thought it was one of those things where we would be going to different cemeteries and be hearing about different different apparitions or experiences that people had had Um, so we got we got on the bus and our tour director kind of said to us, okay, if you want to, there's this app that you can download, and I'm not going to recommend downloading it, because I'm a firm believer that if you are if you don't know how to work a Ouija board or a tool like that, you are inviting unwanted entities into your life, and this story is a <laughs> prime example of that. <laughs> Learn by my experience and naivete. <laughs> Um, so of course, like in my splendor, I was like, yeah, like, let's download this app. Like, let's get into the, the mood. Let's, let's set the tone. And immediately the app started blowing up with like priest and, um, Anglican church. And this was a
0: spirit box app, a spirit box app. Yeah.
1: So, uh, you could hear it, but it was, m- we were more concentrating on the actual text box ex- itself. So. Um, That night, too, in New Orleans, we had a severe uh, thunderstorm warning, and we also had tornado warnings while we were on the tour, and so a lot of people at our first stop were like, we're getting off, we're taking an Uber home, like, this is a bad omen, like, we're not doing this, but me and my friend Kristen were like, we're here for this, like, this is what we live for, this is what we came here for, like, bring it, right, (laughs) so we went to the first two cemeteries and um Kristen captured some really amazing apparitions um on her phone you can actually see um like a parishioner's line of um hooded hooded people kind it looks like you know they're in ritual or walking and um a man's face is in a photo like in the same photo like right up close and then And another one, there's like a little boy kind of off in the corner that you can make out and see. And so we are like fully immersed in this experience and we're like, like just having a good time. So the first two cemeteries, we weren't able to go into them because they are run by the Catholic church and you have to have special ordinance from the diocese in order to run tours or go in there. And it's late at night when they do these tours. So that's. It's just not possible. Mm -hmm. Um, However, the second, the third uh, cemetery that we were able to go into, and I just want to make sure that I say the name right, um, because a lot of um, victims from Katrina were laid to rest here. And I want to make sure that I'm paying that proper homage. Um, Charity Hospital Cemetery. Um, It's what happened was Charity Hospital was kind of abandoned during Mm -hmm. Katrina. And um, the bodies that ended up perishing in the hurricane were buried um, in this cemetery. And unfortunately at first they weren't buried quite properly, their graves weren't uh, deep enough. So during heavy rainfall, you know, um, remains would come to the surface. And Mm -hmm. so finally the city um, decided to give them all proper burials and make sure that people weren't coming to pay their respects to um, the people that lost their life in Katrina and finding, you know, like a shin bone or a hip bone from that. And that could be very traumatic, right? Um, So as we pulled up to the cemetery, he told us that we're going to get EMF readers and that we would be able to, like, ghost hunt. And, yeah, me and Kristen were like, what? Like, I didn't know. (laughs) Um, And he told us very specifically when you leave the cemetery, turn around. Do not leave facing forward. Leave with your back, like, uh, walk backwards. Um, The explanation was that it kind of tricks the spirits. They don't realize if you're coming or going. And that way, nothing can attach to you, right? Because you're you're moving your energy, you're shifting your energy. And so I had heard this a while, like, probably when I was young as well, when you're leaving a cemetery to leave backwards. Um, but I didn't really pay too much mind to it. Um, so we're in the, he gives us our EMF readers, and we're in the backfield kind of walking around, picking up different entities and kind of having conversation. I don't really remember fully what it was, but near the end, it started to get a little bit more dark. Um, Again, it was a lot of talks about priests um, being evil and just feeling trapped. And so when I was leaving, um, I I left the cemetery uh, earlier. It was really starting to downpour. and Kristen wanted to go off by herself a little bit. So I seen her from the bus, and I seen her talking to our tour guide and handing him the EMF reader and leaving the cemetery. And she got on the bus, and she told me that she was having a conversation with a young woman, um, that she identified herself as a young woman, and that she um, suffered greatly during that loss right in Katrina and so um we were just kind of talking about that on the way home I don't think I deleted the app but I I set it aside and um when we got back to our Airbnb we wanted to go to there's a bowling alley down the, the way and so we're like let's go bowling and you know enjoy it was like a rock and roll bowl and they actually had like a rock band playing yeah
0: like yeah we wanted to go right um, so contrast I'm, in experiences, yeah, in yeah, evening, yeah. right? We're going to go ghost hunting and then we're going to rock and bowl. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah.
1: exactly. Exactly. Well, like I, I tend to get, I'm, I'm a very quick dresser. Like I know what I need to do and I get in and I get out. And So Kristen was taking a little bit longer. And so I was like, these dreams have really been bothering me. Maybe there's something in this house and I can connect with it and, you know, either ask it what it wants or, you know, help it leave, like if that's what it wants to do. Um, so I turn on the EMF reader, the ghost tool and the ghost box, sorry. And I, um, the the screen immediately starts lighting up. And if you've ever used one of those boxes, they usually have like a meter and it goes like green. And then if you're talking to a spirit, it's like red and it's like vibrates. And well, while I was talking or asking questions, it started legitimately like vibrating and the screen was like shrinking in on itself. Like it wasn't just the regular EMF that we had been experiencing over like the course of two hours or anything like this was intense. Um, and all of a sudden, like the lights started to flicker in the Airbnb and I screamed, I was like, Oh my God, like, Kristen! like <laughs> she was like, what, what's wrong? Are you okay? And I'm like, someone said they followed us home, like in the, in the uh-huh. thing it said like followed and like, again, it said trapped and he's evil and, uh, Kristen, looked at me at panicked and said I didn't walk out backwards Uh uh-huh and I was like no you didn't I you're right you didn't I watched her like he turned around and she just kept walking straight and so we started asking like is this you and names started um popping up and flooding and um trapped and hospital like all things that were pertaining to the cemetery started to come forward. Um, Water, it kept saying water a lot. Um, The air immediately felt thick. Like it didn't, it didn't even feel heavy. It felt like thick and like black. Like it just felt like just stuck, really stuck, sad, angry energy. And because I was in New Orleans and my, my mom, you know, she was a practitioner as well. <clears throat> I had a card set that she, I inherited through her and I decided, okay, I'm going to go grab that card set because I feel like if I can hold on to a piece of my mom and call her through spirit, I will be able to, you know, help these people to the other side. Well, I'm looking around. I thought I had the card set kind of like by my bed and on the uh, ghost box, it said um, table. So I went over to the dining room table and sitting outside of the card box was my mom's memorial card. And that's not something that like, I have that memorial card in there, Mm -hmm. but it's not something that I would have left out of the card box because that's really precious to me. It, it means a lot to me. So it was already out and I was like, okay, mom's here. Like she's giving Uh us the clear, like she's here, she's with us. Like, um, and then the ghost boxer said, um, Mojo. And earlier that day, I had visited the store Hex and gotten a mojo bag, and it was for love. And the stuff that kept popping up was very—it was scary stuff. Like we both were like, "I do not want this attached to me. Like I do not want to bring this home. I don't want this like in this person's home." <laughs> like, leave, leave. I got here. Um, so I said, like the the only thing I can truly think of to help pass these people over is giving them love and giving them that attention that that they didn't get at the end of their life right that they didn't uh, that they weren't able to feel so i called my mom forward and um i asked her can you please show yourself to this these spirits that are have we've brought home with us and um on on the toolbox or ghost box it said um light Uh And so I said, okay, my mom, my mom's lighting the way for them. And I picked up the mojo bag and you can speak into it. You can breathe into it. You have to give it life. Right. Um, So I started breathing hot, hot air into it and breathing love into it. And I kept repeating the names that were showing up in the, the back end of the, the app and, asking them go to the light mom please take their hand and show them the light allow them to walk through this and mm, all of a sudden there was like a flicker and the air got light again and on the text box it went green and it said ashes and to me it was just kind of like they've passed they've gone it's like the energy had to dissipate And so we immediately, uh, you can't get them here anymore in Canada, but you can buy slim menthols in the Uh States. (laughs) And I'm not advocating smoking, but we grabbed those cigarettes Uh and we went outside (laughs) and I had that mojo bag in my hand as well. And I uh, breathed smoke, tobacco smoke into it because... The mojo Bakes really prefer kind of that kind of smoke that kind mm-hmm. of energy and uh gave it gratitude and gave my mom gratitude outside and i told kristen like really shake this energy off do not bring any of it back like you know when we go back in there we're grabbing our purses and we're going to have a good time so it's interesting that you said it was such a contrast but it was almost needed like if we uh-huh. didn't have that planned we would have gone in and like probably ended up watching a movie and the energy might've been stuck within us. But because we ended up going to this like rock and after, <laughs> we could move our body and allow any residual energy to kind of dissipate from us and not, not be stuck. Right. We, we also, we filled our hearts with love and joy so that that energy wasn't transferred. And when we got home, we had a really good discussion and, we realized that like when we went into that cemetery, the person who was running the tour not once gave respect to those people that were passing. And mm-hmm. it was kind of a sideshow, right? Like he right. knew he would get hit there and he knew that um, the ghosts and the spirits and whoever, whatever energies were there were angry and unsettled. And so they would you know, touch and people were getting scratched. And he said often like he left with huge scratch marks. And so we just had this really good conversation of around like if we were grateful for the experience because it showed us that we when we're walking into situations like that, you know, especially as a participant and not like a leader, that we need to be very aware of the energy that we are actually putting forth in into the ethers as well not just mm-hmm. receiving on that other end and i'm i'm grateful for the experiences in the life that i had growing up that i was able to clear that energy and i was able to either send them back to the cemetery where they could rest or you know so, i honestly think that we sent them to heaven or sent them to their soul's their soul's resting place. And Mm -hmm. um it it was a very interesting experience. And at the end of it, I really do feel like it it made me wake up inside and realize like if you're gonna walk this path, you need to make sure that you're walking it fully with intention and knowing why you're doing what you're doing. And if you're going to just get a rise out of spirits you're, you're going to pay the price just like you would if you went to a zoo and decided to stick your arm in a lion's cage or so. you know what I mean? Totally. So yeah, that, those are my two stories (laughs) (laughs) of kind of
0: paranormal experiences that really helped shape who I am today. Uh Yeah. So I got to ask, did you sleep that night? Oh,
1: yeah. I actually felt like a baby. That night. Nice. <laughs> I think it was because, um, I was like, obviously I was in a different spot as well. And I, I felt like I had actually done something, even though I made a mistake, I feel like I, um, I get, I rectified it in a way that gave everyone closure right Mm -hmm. and it was it was an experience it was um so yeah no I had a really good sleep that night and um I'm not sure if it was the next day or the day after we left but I yeah I was really grateful for the entire experience and I I can't wait until I can get back down to New Orleans to, to have some more you know consensual
0: experiences (laughs) (laughs) so yeah yeah that sounds like a pretty amazing trip uh yeah it it
1: was yeah we we had
0: a really good time yeah cool well karina thank you for sharing your stories with me and with everyone today Yeah. Uh, and if you guys are curious about the work that Karina is doing, you can check her out at The Witches Inn. Uh, is, is that your website, thewitchesin.com? You got it. Yeah. Awesome. And I, I believe you're also on social media at The Witches Inn.
1: You got it. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right.
1: Well, thanks, Karina. Thank you so much for having me. Have an amazing day. You
0: too. Thanks for tuning in to The Witch Next Door. You can help others find us by subscribing to and rating this podcast. If you're interested in supporting this work, you can do so through the anchor support link in our description. And if you're ready to dive a little deeper, hop on over to wisewomanwitchery.com and check out the Wise Woman Witchery Diving Deeper monthly membership group. The details and sign up link are available there. And remember, You are magic. Embrace it. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit WiseWomanWitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Gene Cornelius.